see. In this country, we're very proud to have a process known as the law. And under the law, a man is presumed innocent until he's proven guilty. Right, Dad. In other words, we don't hang anybody without a fair trial. Everybody knows that. Sure, but sometimes we tend to forget. Well, I'm glad you understand. I'll see you kids later. I have to go shopping with your mother. That's a good reminder right there. You know what? That's that's American justice summed up by the Brady Bunch right there. It is the Constitution writ small. I don't talk about hangings enough with my children. Right? (laughs) We don't hang a man without a child, without a trial. Sure, Dad. Everyone knows that, Dad. We don't hang a man based on one person's testimony. Sure, Dad. Now go shopping with your mother. We don't hang a man based on a coerced bit of testimony. Dad, why why so many hangings? So anyway, so we just interviewed Bill O'Reilly. And um, before I get a controversial, hard hitting interview, before we get to the text, how do we all feel about the interview? Michael, I thought it went pretty well. Mm. It's kind of what I expected, though. I didn't think he'd say much. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll go. We'll go around in in a circle. Sean. I think he did it. All of it. Oh, wow. You think he did all of it? Oh, wow. yeah. That's not what he asked. Rush to judgment. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Rush I mean, to judgment. That, you know, so, yeah, exactly. So that informs your view of the interview. It's, but I, I don't think he did anything illegal, but I think it's that weird gray area where it's like, hey, I didn't do anything legally wrong. We're going to have this out in court. It's like, yeah, probably not. But, you know, were you fudging the gray area of should you be doing this? Yeah, so this this is a I've run in, maybe you've run into this situation in your own life with a coworker, boss, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. You think you're going to get into a conversation about something that happened, and then they just flat deny it completely. Right. Then where are you? Unless you're going to like, how about this? Pull out a photo from a private eye or something. Where are you at the point, you know, you bring up something with your wife and she says, I I did not do that. I've never done that. Right. Okay. Well, my boss, I your s- boss says, I never said that. Okay. I <laughs> saw a thing in your car. Well, that was unrelated because, as I've said, I've never done that. So, yeah, that it, all you can do at that point, I think, is badger. Um, But, you know, like I said, you think what you want to think. Here's a note from Michelle. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, are you both out of your minds that blow hard on your show today? Dear God, he didn't do anything? Really? Well, see, okay, you blow hard Why on your show. Why not have Sebastian Gorka on for an hour or two? We have, actually. You know what I'd be mostly interested in is uh, anybody whose opinion runs counter to however they already felt. Because yeah. if you hated Bill O'Reilly and you think he did it and is lying, I'm not sure. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. And if you love Bill O'Reilly and you think he didn't do it, I, I'm not sure I get much out of that either. Mm-hmm. If you love o- Bill O'Reilly and think he did it, or the reverse, then I don't know. Uh, I'll hit you with some of the texts. Um, where is Bob Dylan's Christmas? Come on, Michael. Yeah, we got that yeah. Text. Yeah. But well, I was going to save it for a you know, special day tomorrow. But okay, never I'll... mind Bill O'Reilly, Bob freaking Dylan. Uh, O'Reilly, I'd like to have heard his thoughts on the tax plan economy and not as much on his personal life. Well, that's the the story of our times of the last sure. couple of months is that. Well, if he still had the O'Reilly factor, you would be, although you can go to his website if you want. Nice certainly. interview, but you guys didn't bring up any of Bill's payouts. didn't specifically. I know what his answer is. Uh, maybe you should still ask the question, but he says some of those payouts never happened, and the ones that did happen, it's because he didn't want this to become a giant thing in the press that his children had to hear about. So he was paying them off. To not have the conversation. Maybe you believe that. Maybe you don't. Right. Here's an email from a uh, listener who I know to be an arch conservative. 
who says uh, a good friend has personal knowledge of O'Reilly being uh, absolutely the sort of guy who would do what he was accused of doing. I don't know anything about that. Um, Again, this is a person who's a real uh, conservative person. Talking Point says you guys sound like a bunch of P words. Exactly. That one? Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Uh, I hope he enjoys the big sloppy wet kiss you guys gave him. Way to be a apologetic Bill, you worthless D. Worthless D. Mm. That's strong stuff. Mm. This interview is disgusting. It's a known fact he paid off accusers in the past. Yeah, I just explained that one. Some of them he says he never paid off, and the ones he did pay off. That he's admitted to, he says he right. did it to just make the story go away. Probably so he should have brought it up in the interview. Although yeah. we have direct personal knowledge of payoffs to people who were completely full of crap for various things. But the company, whatever company you're talking about, uh, pays them off to make them go away. Because, you know, for instance, you can settle, you can write them a check for $25,000 and enjoy $75,000 worth of legal bills. Or avoid, rather, not enjoy. Guys! Um, what? I love your show, but Bill on the show, disappointed. Is Weinstein or Franken next? These sure. guys are jerks. I wouldn't want them near me. Well, listen. Oh, my God. Oh, this It's so frustrating me. I ought to get over it. I've been in this business long enough. See, we are not Sean Hannity. We don't present one side and tell you what to think. We trotted Bill O out. Because, again, I like this show. The books are interesting, often, sometimes. Um, and, <sighs> and then let you think what you want to think. A lot of you thought, wow, what a weak effort. He's guilty of everything I think he is. Okay, go ahead and think that. We're fine with that. I'm not trying to convince you you're wrong. No. <laughs> I don't. If we had Al Franken on, if we had Al Franken on and said, had roughly the same conversation, and he said flat out, I never did any of those things, and I'm going to try it in the court. I don't know what I'd say to him either. Right. Well, <laughs> what do I say? Well, do there's say a point? lot of confusion, and uh, I take a lot of pictures. And uh, wait, I just asked if you grabbed someone's ass. How much confusion is there in pictures? And is there confusion over whether to grab someone's ass or not? So Al's statements are so mealy-mouthed and weird and non-denials, there's somewhere to go. Maybe the thing we've learned here is if you're going to lie about something, make a flat-out denial of any of it, because the person has nowhere to go from there. Well, and if you're telling the truth, make a flat-out denial, too. Mm -hmm. There is... I tend to believe that he's doing at least some of this stuff. There's an awful lot of women that aren't, you know, the Lisa Bloom characters. Right. Uh, Right. Lisa Bloom is an indefensible homo sapien. I mean, I'm looking at this Hill article that uh, Mr. O'Reilly was talking about, and it is absolutely indisputable that she was seeking to profit from and helping other people profit from the process of accusation. So how- uh, on the other hand, you have this Juliet Huddy, who was uh, an anchor gal of some sort on Fox News, who uh, wrote a letter on Facebook and now tweeted TikTok, TikTok executives who not only covered up for sexual harassers and predators, and believe me, I don't use this word lightly, but were themselves uh, are about to be exposed. 
She later accused Rupert Murdoch of being a, a cover-upper, not a harasser. She writes, Rupert Murdoch is not just a media mogul. He's a perpetrator, complicit in wrecking careers of hardworking, talented people while protecting their tormentors. She added, it's ironic that O'Reilly, Murdoch, and others have suggested that I, along with the other accusers, are part of some left-wing conspiracy. One, I'm fiscally conservative, socially liberal, so let's get that out of the way. Two, based on everything I've seen and has been reported. Um, well, anyway, she goes on and on. Um you think Bill's actually working behind the scenes in the courts on this? Or is this like uh, when Trump has said several times, I'm going to sue the New York Times, and then he never does? Well, I don't know, I'm guessing. But I would guess that, yeah, there are specific um, uh, untrue accusations that he is litigating. Does that cover all the accusations, all the people? What good would Probably that, what, what good would that do him? Uh, restore his good name. Bring it out that, for instance, some gal Lisa Bloom brought forward is a liar and was paid. That would turn the tide of public opinion, at least among some people, which would be enough. But I don't know. We're getting into we have multiple women over multiple years. We've got multiple motives. We have, you know, different, you know, Lisa Bloom's involved in some of these, not in others. So I don't know. I don't know. So I wonder. So we were wondering why he's coming on and willing to talk about this stuff, because there aren't many people that are. Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, there's a whole bunch of them out there. They haven't done an interview with anybody and may never, may never. Right, right. So I wondered why Bill did this. Our producer pointed out how many times he said BillOReilly.com and that he'd been ringing a bell. It would have sounded like uh, the Salvation Army guy in the corner (laughs) every time he said BillOReilly.com. Now, those of you who are all aghast and huffing and puffing and sputtering, keep in mind, I'm a guy who said it is ridiculous that Al Franken would be run out of the Senate. Like preemptively, without the ethics committee weighing in or or a serious, sober conversation. I can't stand Al Franken on any level, political, personal, or as a humorist. And and I think that was a terrible rush to judgment. And I loathe sexual harassment and the mistreatment of women. So quit with your your ideological, oh, you guys are conservatives, so you're just kissing Bill O'Reilly's ass. You don't know us. Shut up. I've never quite understood the hatred from Bill O'Reilly. And I, I've hatred a- of him or from him? Of him. Okay. Yeah, of him. Uh, I, I've, I've asked him this for like 20 years. Um, I've never understood how he became, I guess because he was the number one show. Because he's, n- well, he's pompous. I, I think he is pompous. There's no doubt about it. But I think a lot of the people that hate him have never watched his show and think it's the same as like Sean Hannity or whatever. Because mm-hmm. O'Reilly regularly takes the... Uh, yeah, but this could be true side of things. And was hard on Trump unlike, at times, really hard on Trump. Unlike a lot of the shows on Fox. So right. I, I've never quite gotten that, but yeah. maybe because he was the number one show, so he's the topic. We got Target. We got this text. Um, blah, blah, blah. I wanted to read this before we go to break because I thought it was good. We're getting a lot of texts. That's fun. It's good to hear from the peeps, see what they thought. It is. Uh, I'll paraphrase it since I can't find it. I'd have had more respect for him if he had just come on and said... Uh, yeah, I did it. I was out of line, but I never had some employee give me a Hummer in the office while I locked her in with a special button under the desk. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if what he's hoping and maybe what will occur is since we've discussed this and he said whatever he's going to say, we could have him on again in the future and talk about the tax plan or whatever. Instead of this, well, is I, that I a would, possibility? Instead of Bob Dylan singing the song, or instead of what we just did? Instead um, of yeah, instead of O'Reilly sex stuff. 
it depends on a on a purely practical level. It depends on the view of our audience whether we are, for instance, having Harvey Weinstein on to review movies. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. That would be morally reprehensible. I would not want to give him a platform. And if if a, the bulk of our audience thinks by asking Bill O'Reilly about. Uh, issues we're doing the functional equivalent well then we should not do that having Harvey Weinstein on to review movies for instance (laughs) (laughs) wow you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty show do you hear what I story today is that the House passed the GOP tax bill, yet the Senate will follow and Trump is expected to sign it into law this week, which will get awkward when Trump says, I'm busy, have my robot do it. <laughs> That's not what he does. Yeah. Uh, the infamous All Hillary right. looking Disney robot. Right. Yes. So, so since Trump came up, I got this stat for you. Just came across the NBC News Wall Street Journal poll, which is getting a fair amount of uh, attention this week. What was Which number got so much attention? Oh, that uh, people prefer Democrats taking the House. That's the one that they picked out. Um, to talk the most about, Trump's approval rating was up to 41% in that same survey. Also this, which I thought was interesting. Will you vote for Trump in 2020? Will you vote for Trump in 2020? <clears throat> Definitely no, 36%. Hmm, that reminds me of numbers during the election. Why is it not higher than that? Marlow. With an approval rating around 41. Uh, definitely yes is 18. Probably yes is 18. That adds up to 36. It's a tie. So definitely yes and probably yes equal definitely no. And then you got 14% say probably vote for a Democrat. I don't know what that means. Well, uh, they that, lean that way. I don't know how that fits into the question. But um, if the, if that's the actual polling, I mean, I'm not sure I understand that poll. Sounds but, like a third, a third, a third, just like the election season was. You had, you know, a third really pretty strong approval burbled up to around 40. God, and then... you, you think people's heads popped off when Trump was elected. He gets reelected. <laughs> the country's head's going to pop off. I don't know. I don't know. Half After the country's four... head's going to pop Listen, off. Listen, it's entirely possible we'll have four years of everything being pretty good. And then it's going to be tough to sell the whole Hitler narrative or the and, this will be the ruination of us narrative. And and I saw a couple of Democrat strategists on MSNBC yesterday, and they were trying to tamp down Democrats' enthusiasm, saying, look, we still don't have a candidate or a message. And I'm telling you, we other need than that. that. We're great. The that guy's a child molester message doesn't work in all these other races. Right. Uh, or to run for president. You still need the person. Hmm. Huh. And 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 we're better than Trump might not be a good enough message. So, yeah. and that's from some Democrat strategists. I thought that was interesting. Well, you know, I I, I wait with bated breath every single day because I don't know if the Trump administration is going to end up being a uh, somewhat floundering and douchey um, but success story. Indicted. Or things are going to go horribly wrong. I don't know. Mueller's going to come back and say, oh, my God, you won't believe this. And he's impeached. Look at this video. I don't know know either. (laughs) Hey, so really quickly, we made a couple of references to the uh, Hill.com story about Lisa Bloom, the cloven-hoofed offspring of she-devil, cloven-hoofed Gloria Allred. Um, 
Ba 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 ba. She sought to arrange compensation from do- from donors and tabloid media outlets for women who made or considered making sexual misconduct allegations against Donald Trump during the final months of the presidential race, according to documents and interviews. The efforts included offering to sell alleged victim stories to TV outlets in return for a commission for herself, arranging to don- a donor to pay off one of Trump's accusers' mortgages, and attempting to secure a six-figure payment for another woman who ultimately declined to come forward after being offered as much as three-quarters of a million dollars. The women's accounts chronicled in contemporaneous contractual documents, emails, and text messages reviewed by The Hill, um, including an exchange of text between one woman, one woman and Bloom that suggested political action committees supporting Hillary Clinton were contacted uh, during the effort. This doesn't prove to me O'Reilly's innocent as charged, but it does prove that Lisa Bloom, which we already know, is a loathsome human being. Oh, yeah. She has no moral compass. Well, no, and she, she throws on the mantle of righteousness and women's rights, which is bitterly hilarious, I mean, given her history. So, you know, I wouldn't believe a single word that comes out of her mouth, That, but that doesn't clear everybody either. No, so, you know, I don't know. So uh, they're looking at ways uh, to determine how much marijuana affects your driving and ways to have like a, a breathalyzer test for marijuana. They still haven't figured that out for driving. And this stat came out today. The most recent numbers they have for 2015 of deadly car crashes in America. Thirty six and a half percent involved marijuana. Wow. Which is pretty high. I don't know what involved. involved. I don't know what involved marijuana means. Maybe you're driving past a pot field and the wind blows a bunch of marijuana in your eyes and wreck. I don't know. My, um, my experience is a lot of high people are also drunk. So, right. So um, it could be the combos. I'd have to see a Venn diagram. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not doubting on this. Getting high doesn't help your driving. Um, <laughs> what's to keep somebody from getting all potted up on weed and then getting behind the wheel? Like a dozen laws, you moron. Um, so 36.5% involved marijuana. Interesting. Of deadly car crashes. Right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, and I got to believe that was 2015. And I got to believe the numbers are, well, they say the numbers are likely to be higher now that more places have legalized pot. Mm hmm. So I don't know. Got to figure that out. The numbers have always been really high for alcohol. A, lo- a lot of a lot yeah. of deadly car crashes involved alcohol. A ton of them. The yeah. really sucky ones, of course, are the ones where that guy was drunk. You weren't doing nothing wrong. Right. And they killed you and your family. Horrifying. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awful. But. And that's how we like to end segments here with horror. Yeah. Mm. The realities of just the awfulness of being a being alive. <laughs> there are, <if> only, <laughs> jolly, jolly Christmas. Coming up, a devastating anti-Crony uh, Express uh, editorial from the Union Tribune of San Diego. It's devastating partly because it's so effortless. I mean that they don't even try, and they crush the idea of the Crony Express, the hundred billion dollar waste. Giveaway. So we'll get to that eventually. Oh, you know, we've been neglecting. Wait a minute. We got a minute left, right? Where is it? Where's the year end list of band names, book titles? How about these band names? Trust the Donkey. <laughs> they headlined at Coachella. Space Nukes. Oppressive Biatches. That's an all girl folk and thrash band. Federal Santa Claus, Joe's Christmas music combo. That's my, that's me, I'm Joe. They go overseas and entertain the troops like Bob Hope. And finally, my Flaming Lips cover band, Emotional Fluffer. Lots of bubbles on stage.
<laughs> What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, GOP tax reform, Christmas present for America, really great, or lump of coal. And the FDA approves the first ever gene therapy aimed at treating blindness. Want to get into this story as well. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Man, I want to live long enough to see the, the flower of gene therapy bloom. Could save so many lives. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Your eyes are like starlight now. Good point from, I assume, marijuana enthusiasts that uh, you got an autopsy on somebody dead in a car crash who was the cause of the crash, and they have marijuana in their system. That could have been from a week ago, right? Well, yeah, and also and it nothing. occurs to me that if you have somebody who is the passenger in a car that is smashed into by a drunk going 80 miles per hour the wrong way on an interstate, that statistic will be recorded as a crash that involved marijuana, if I understand the methodology methodology corrected, which is why, for instance, um, you can you can have a couple two-tree beers... Be stopped at a stop sign. Some teenager uh, texting right. rams into you. You are screwed because you will be arrested for DUI mm. when they respond to the accident, mm. uh, and that will be an alcohol-involved accident in the statistics. So, again, I'm not recommending you get high and, and sounds like pop. you it's are. Just, no, I'm not. Okay, uh, it's just it's an easy statistic to to mislead with. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Final, final passage of the GOP tax bill is within sight. Late last night, the Senate approved the changes. Now, the House needs to re-approve the reforms to deal with some procedural glitches. Reforms in the High House! President Trump's got a victory celebration set for around noon West Coast time. Actual signing, though, is going to be coming later. House Speaker Paul Ryan was on CBS this morning saying critics who say the bill's only going to benefit corporations are dead wrong. The average family of four in America earning the median income is going to get a $2,059 tax cut. And when more than half of Americans are telling us that they're living paycheck to paycheck, that's real relief. Meanwhile, not one Democrat voted for the legislation. Leaders like Senator Chuck Schumer offering their own dire determinations. The data reveals what the Republican tax plan truly is. A tax scam that will rob middle class families to pay for corporate tax breaks and giveaways to the wealthy. All right, here's a little quiz for you. The top 1% of uh, Americans, top earning 1%, right. pay what percentage of federal income tax? I'm always amazed by these top stats. Top 1%. I should have them memorized by now. Yeah, it's uh, it's almost exactly half. The top 1% pays half of the income tax. Of federal income tax. That's, That's correct. incredible. So if you were to cut everybody's taxes by 5%, the quote-unquote wealthy would see a much, much higher benefit than the quote-unquote middle class because they pay so much more. And, you know, that's so easy to demagogue. Right. But if you broke it down and explained it to people, I think you'd get very different uh, results, politically speaking, well, my which question, is why they don't. My question is always, what do you think it should be sure. if you don't think that's high enough? 1% paying half of the taxes, what should it be? Should the top 1% pay 75% of the nation's taxes? We what, ought to institute, what's the right number? Yeah, we ought to institute the fair tax immediately. It's such a great plan. It would be so much more just 
It's so much better for the country in every single way, but it'll never happen. There's too many uh, hands in the cookie jar. By the way, the same NBC Wall Street Journal yes. poll that has Trump's approval rating at 41% on this tax plan. Bad idea or good idea? Pretty simple question. Right. Good thing or bad thing? It's 41 to 24 bad idea. Yeah. The, the media coverage has been relentlessly negative. Sure. Yeah. But uh, They yeah, just the- state that this tax plan, which uh, hugely benefits the wealthy... And allegedly may, I've heard, help the middle class a little. I mean, that's what the reports sound like. The public ain't liking it. The FDA is approving a gene therapy medication aimed at preventing blindness. The medication alters DNA to reverse an inherited form of progressive blindness. The medication is called uh, Luxtumup. It treats retinal, uh, retinal problems caused by a gene mutation. The medication the FDA approved yesterday is the first U.S. gene therapy cleared for treatment of a genetic disease other than cancer. Mm. This could be a huge step forward in the treatment of progressive blindness, which a lot of people, as they get older, are going to be suffering from. And Lady There's Gaga- a lot of good stuff that will come out of this gene yep. therapy as China builds an army of seven-foot-tall, super-strong <laughs> men. There's going to be a lot of weird stuff that comes out of this well, gene therapy, they too. better be bulletproof. And one quick last note. Lady Gaga is going to be taking up residency in Vegas for at least two years. She's agreed to a two-year engagement at the Park Theater in Sin City beginning in December 2018. Make your reservations now, and that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Boy, that'd be the way to go. That's kind of the gig we have, is we don't have to travel around the country bringing the show. Oh, yeah. But as a musician, I'm surprised you don't, don't have to be on the road all the time. Yeah. You, your right. audience comes to you. Oh, I don't know if great. it's looked down on or what the Vegas thing. But I don't, I'm surprised mm. they aren't crawling over each other for that. You get to stay in one spot, and your audience comes to you. That's so much better. Oh yeah, increasingly popular. And the sound system would always be the same, and just oh. yeah, it'd be awesome. Your your rest restroom, no, your <laughs> dressing room, your green room, everything would yes. be the way you want it. What are your choices in Vegas right now? You got Gaga. Is Elton John still doing his thing regularly? I think Elton's Celine. Celine yeah. has her own theater. Uh, I think Britney. Britney's Britney. doing it. Oh, yeah. still doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, Not to mention your various magicians. Your uh, blue man group. You got a couple of people getting eaten by tigers. <laughs> sure, you got your pens <laughs> slash tellers. Your Cirque de Soleil's. Yes, oh, yeah. Sure. That sort of thing. Uh, and, of course, lots of hookers and gambling. So <laughs> Take your kids to Vegas this week. The blue man show is actually really fun. I've seen it a couple times. Oh. It's really interesting. It's almost just a percussion show. It's a right. bunch of drummers, and they do... A- Reminds me of Stump. Paint paint blue. blue. Yes, yes. That's that's the key. Look at them, honey. They're blue. They're working blue. That's right. (laughs) They're too talented to work blue, Michael. So we got a 911 call that could not be more charming. A charming 911 call during this Christmas season. Plus, let's derail the bullet train before it gets a chance to kill people. Oh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Hey, I hit you with some poll numbers. Well, I left out my favorite poll number that's out today. Gallup has Hillary Clinton at her all-time low of 36. So as she's been out explaining herself and, you know, really trying to rehabilitate something or other, she's going down. Well, that's surprising because I've found it charming and persuasive. <laughs> what difference at this point does it make? Yeah, it's interesting. That. Yeah. 
So, uh, listen, please welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show, Tim Young, the host of No Things Considered, a delightful video on the uh, Washington Examiner website. It actually is quite amusing. Uh, Tim, welcome. How are you, sir? Pretty good. I just went through the clips of the year, so uh, I'm, I'm in a good mood for once. Terrific. We have our big Clips of the Year show tomorrow. Uh, it's a blockbuster award winning, so uh, join us for that. So, listen, we uh, had a big hard-hitting interview with Bill O'Reilly about an hour ago in which he flat denied everything. Right, which kind of left us in a position of, well, what do you say now? Because he just plain says none of these things happen. Yeah, which which was pretty pretty interesting. Uh, how do you view the current uh, uh, poo storm of allegations, et cetera, especially as applied to Mr. Al Franken? Well, I tell you, well, Al Franken's never leaving. You guys know that, right? Like he's, he said he's going to resign, but he's never he's never leaving. I, my uh, money is on that side as well. Joe predicted that day one, and it certainly looks true now. Yeah, you know, he was going to use uh, Roy Moore as an excuse to stay because Republicans were probably going to leave Roy Moore in there. But, you know, he, there's no reason for him to walk at this point. And, and Democrats are slowly starting to take back the whole, hey, you need to leave uh, rhetoric they had last week or two weeks ago. It might make a boy cynical. See, see you that. know, <laughs> beautiful. So, uh, what uh, what's on your uh, your video, for instance? What are you working on today? What's hot? So, uh, well, you know, tax reform passed, which, uh, according to the Philadelphia Inquirer, the tax cut bill is the worst bill since the Fugitive Slave Act of 1850. Mm. Seriously? That's some strong stuff. That's, wow. Um, uh, so. <laughs> no other bad bills since then. This one, though. Gotcha. Um, why, is it, why is it so unpopular right now? We're just, because it makes Democrats look bad and Donald Trump look good. I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking that the, the, the press of it has been relentlessly negative. I'm not sure how many people uh, talking about it uh, understand what its impact is going to be for good or bad, but the press has been very negative, and, and, and it's worked. Negative advertisement has made it very unpopular. Well, as you know, the media is completely unbiased when they cover things, especially involving Republicans. So, you know, I could only imagine why they'd take this negatively. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a drumbeat. But, you know, I think it, the, the truth will out. People will see what happens. They'll see what happens with the economy and the deficit and the rest of it. And, my God, if if uh, the American people were to actually observe the outcomes of something and, and vote on that basis, that would be a hell of a leap forward. So, yeah, I encourage that. I'm not sure listening to Nancy Pelosi or, for instance, or honestly, uh, Mitch McConnell is a great way to, to decide how to vote and what to believe. Uh, see, look around you. See what you can see. Well, I, can, I can't understand why Nancy Pelosi still has a job. They, they were at, went on a witch hunt for her at the beginning of the year, and everything was terrible, and she lost every election, and then it seems like Democrats completely forgot that by the end of the year. Boy, and she's sounding worse every single day. I mean, you know, it's, you know we all get older, and we, we, we get less quick and everything like that, but, man, she's struggling lately. Well, and, and well, Tim, it's important to clarify, when you say witch hunt, you don't mean like an unfair and hurried set of accusations and punishments. You mean a hunt for a witch. <laughs> Absolutely, and a, and a very drunk or high one. I don't know what she's on, but I need to get whatever she's she's taken. Uh, there was a there was a clip actually in our clips of the year of her where she criticized Donald Trump's foreign trip, his first foreign trip, as not being alphabetical. 
Well, listen, it is inexplicable that she still has a gig. It is. It shows you it's a great case study in challenging power and how difficult that can be because the Democrats are in miserable, miserable straits. Now, certainly the midterms coming up with a sitting Republican president. We know what history tells us about that. But can you imagine the difference if they had a young, articulate, you know, Cory Booker type or, or, or somebody who could really convey their message with some charm as a opposed to a, a slurry old uh, gal. Well, I, that's what I can't understand for the life of me, is that they have a, a pretty solid deep bench, the Democrats do. And with all of the opportunities to take advantage of gaps and things from Donald Trump and the Republicans not, you know, not repealing and replacing Obamacare, they've had no clear leader out there that could be like young and sexy and, and invigorating for young people. Yep. Tim Young, a uh, host of No Things Considered on the Washington Examiner uh, site, is uh, on the line with us. Are you into the either rumor or conspiracy uh, theory about the Donald Trump robot at Disney? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, <laughs> you mean that uh, it was Hillary Clinton and they yeah. put a different wig and a suit on? Oh, yeah. totally. If you take a look at it, it looks exactly like her. That's so clearly not a rumor or conspiracy. It's just true. They thought Hillary was going to ma- win. They made a Hillary robot. Trump wins. And so they just put a wig on her. <laughs> And it's, uh-huh. it's it's weird. Well, they had to save their money to buy Fox. They couldn't invest in a new head. <laughs> we got no our head budget's all used up. It's hilarious, though. Yeah, yeah. It's it's unbelievable. I also heard it's going to break out and build a wall, and it's a small world. So <laughs> that's beautiful. And on that happy note, Tim Young of No Things Considered. Uh, Tim, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you and yours. We'll talk to you later. Same to you, Joyce Kwanzaa. All right, thank you. Yeah, and a most uh, dignified Ramadan. Uh, So uh, coming up in a couple of minutes, we'll get to that Union Tribune uh, editorial about the uh, bull spit train, uh, among other things. John Fogarty's doing a show in Vegas right now, this texter tells me. Oh! That'd be good. Yes, please. One of my songwriting heroes, underrated guitar player, and one of the most unique voices ever to, to howl the rock and roll. I've never been in Vegas over Christmas. I wonder what it's... Uh, is it sad? It's not very Jesus-y, I'm guessing. No. And it kind of is just like y- your your presence there just kind of screams, I have no family, right? Uh, no, I can't yeah. think there's a lot of families that decide to get together there. Yes, yeah, some do. Some some people bring their kids for the glitz and the spectacle and the shows. For Christmas? The, uh, I don't know. Yeah, not I'm, so much. I'm thinking. Yeah. I'd be willing to claim that many do if the Las Vegas Tourism Authority would, uh, you yeah. know, drop a few uh, shekels in my uh, collection bucket. Understood. Yeah, please. Um, I'll sell out to anybody. Come to me. Make me an offer. We got so many boxes showing up at our house right now since we do so much of our Christmas shopping and everything online. And, um, yar, beware I, the porch pirates. I appreciate the companies that have compensated with the modern lifestyle of having uh, just regular brown cardboard boxes with nothing on them. But some some people are still doing the big, bright picture of the toy that's inside on the box, Durr. which is really not very cool no, for no. the this box is sitting on your porch during Christmas time. Yeah, I don't think they quite get the... Uh, they haven't taken the advanced course on online retailing. Yeah, so we really yeah. have to watch out for that because we've had a couple of those where it's just, it's just sitting right there. Ah! I had one gift. They just stuck the mailing label on it. That was it. I mean, they didn't even put on it in the, the box. product. On the product. Wow, they shipped it that way. Yeah. Well, honey, I guess you, uh, well, I hope you enjoy it. So uh, I had my daughter show up on my doorstep last night, home from college. 
Very exciting. Great to see her, my little sweetheart. And uh, she was the number one lobbyist, the lead lobbyist in the Get a Dog campaign. Mm, and she and, hadn't met the dog. That's no, right. she had not met Baxter. They met last night. They hit it off immediately, although he was a little mazo last night. <laughs> He's just a little excited. Um, and a little nutty, but that was fun. Fun. Although she, her bedroom's upstairs, and we don't go upstairs much. Um, in fact, hardly ever. But um, so Baxter kept hearing her upstairs and kept, row, row, row. there's somebody upstairs. There's somebody upstairs. <laughs> and I kept telling, no, it's Delaney. Remember that cute little uh, blonde gal who was betting you before? She's up there. She's supposed to hey, be. Hey, yell down to the dog. What you? It's me. I'm up here. See, it's good. And then five minutes later, row, row, I heard something. I heard something. <laughs> Down boy, down boy. But he's a he's a good lad. Does he still have his testes? No. Yeah. He's like me. He's neutered. Yeah. Our pug still has his testes, and we're thinking we got to get rid of him because he's does he to... like lord it over you? Does he swing him a lot? Show him. Look at that. Huh? Yeah, he's always humping on uh, my wife's foot, <sighs> oh, breathing like that. There he is. And like... uh, and the kids think it's gross because just the way they're built. I mean, he's kind of bow legged. I mean, they're just really there on display when he's walking away from. Oh you. boy. It's like it's a frame for a picture. Like an idiot's pickup truck. No offense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it looked like bumper nuts. Exactly. As he's walking away from you. I kid. I laugh when I see him. Sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. So and nobody great wants that. No, no. Just out, found out from the boy a handful of his friends aren't going home for Christmas, and he, he can't. He's working too much right now. So they're having Christmas together. I've done that many times. Yeah, it's awesome. nice. It's really nice. It made my heart feel better. Yeah, you have a good time. Yeah. Something uh, about uh, the camaraderie of it. I have no doubt. <laughs> yeah, especially if you can find some gals also interested in that. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.